Hi guys, and welcome back to my podcast, Life as a Single Christian Mom. I want to welcome those of you joining me for the very first time. My name is Madeline, and during these podcasts, I'll be talking about life experiences and things that have happened, and also giving advice on what this journey has looked like. So welcome back, everyone, to Mondays with Maddie. We have another episode we are in March. Can y'all believe that? Oh my goodness. Like I just, I just can't, I just cannot believe how far we are (laughs) into this new year. Like what? It feels like just yesterday. It was like, you know, getting ready for the new year and now we're here and just all the above. But anyways, I hope that everyone's had an amazing week. Um, I hope that this week was filled with blessings. This new week is going to be filled with even more blessings and just like that unexpected surprises, like good things are happening. And, um, I'm just excited. So I just want to tell you guys a little bit of my day yesterday, which was Sunday the 6th. So, oh my goodness. If you follow me on Instagram and all the socials, then you know that I had posted um, uh, my sister's uh, surprise birthday party. When I tell you, she was so surprised. She was so speechless. And it just felt so good seeing her so happy. And after like, you know, just planning and, and putting things together and ideas and, and just all that, like it came alive and just seeing all these people there for her. And I just, I'm, I just love her so much. Now she's not really my like blood sister, but she's my sister in Christ. She is my bestie that I ask God for. Um, she is just so awesome. So if you see that, um, or if you know her, and then go ahead and wish her happy birthday. But anyways, it was just so much fun. It was so good. I love surprises. I love surprises. So when I see somebody, like, I don't ever get really surprised. I, I, I don't think I've really been surprised. I always find out, but um, I like surprising people because I just feel like it makes them feel special and just like, oh, I'm loved, you know, so... I love that. I love doing that. Um, so it was so much fun. We went to Top Golf. When I tell you, I've never been to Top Golf, but it was such a good time. Um, definitely recommend something for you to do. Um, if you ever go on a date, <laughs> if you're ever with your girlfriends, just want to have a night out. I definitely, I definitely liked it. I liked it a lot. So, Anyways, before we get started, grab your favorite mug. I have my tea today, and it's the Starbucks at home edition. I also have it in this super cool mug, which is funny because my sister was the one who gave it to me. And it is um, the Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman's cup, and it's the strongest woman alive. So I was just like, you know what? This is like perfect for today. So we're gonna we're gonna go with the flow. So today I, I wanted to talk to you on the topic of dating. And as we, as we all know, if you're single, the dating scene right now, it is scary. (laughs) Like, I don't know if it's because we have more technology, more things of the world, more whatever. It is just like cringy and maybe all these dating apps. I don't know, but I'm on none of those things. Um, I've tried it, you know, I've thought about it all the above and I was just, no, 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 totally not for me. So, yes, today I'm going to be mainly talking to my single friends, but don't count yourself out if you're married because maybe you have single friends that you can direct this podcast to. Y'all, I have been single coming up on six years, and I'm telling you, the longer I have been single, the more I chase Jesus, the more caution. I have dating girl. Like I'm just not going to say yes to whoever because he looks good, has a lot of money, has all the, you know, outer things. Check, 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 check. Because I think that we can become, um, sometimes desperate. Like if we've been in the wait for so long and then we start lowering our standards or maybe we have like these crazy things like girl are, are, yes, I believe God's going to give us the desires of our heart, but I also don't think we're going to have the, have you seen the movie Tangled that, that Prince Charming guy (laughs) come off a white horse? I don't think that's going to happen like that, but Hey, you never know. God is the author of 
our dating stories. So if that happens for you, go for it. But I just feel like um, we have to have caution. Like, like I'm going to humbly say this. I believe I am one of God's favorites. Yes, love, so are you. And that's why I believe we have to be careful on the dates we say yes to. Like some of my majority of my married friends, and I think that it's different because a lot of my friends have been with their partners for such a long time, or they were in the world together and then they came to know Jesus together, you know, like, so it's different, you know, but I just feel like, no, like a lot of my married friends and like people who've been in relationships for so long, be like, it's okay to date. It's okay to date. It's okay to date. Maybe it is, you know, but I just feel like the more I've gotten closer with Jesus, I have to be careful. And so should you, because not every man who, number one, not every man, we know this, not every man who's in the church and says he's a Christian is truly a Christian living for God. And not every man who's been in the world is a bad guy. You know, like I have met some worldly men who had the most respect for me and some guy who says he's a Christian. I'm just like, what? Oh, oh, excuse my language. Oh, hell no. (laughs) You tripping. (laughs) So I think it's definitely getting that, that, um, going to, to your father in heaven, going and having conversations with him and saying, should I accept this date? Should I not? Should it like proceed with caution, you know? And I think it's important to have that caution because you are a daughter of a king. You are just not no regular woman. Like you're just, you know, the word of God, you know what I'm saying? You are seeking a deeper relationship. And the last thing you want is the, you know, Satan is so sneaky. So the closer you're getting to God, like, especially if you're in these baby steps of Christianity, you know, and this Satan sends you what you want. And it's really not. And this guy's going to take you into torment, depression, anger, rage, all these things, you know, and that wasn't in the will of God. So that's what I mean. It's like, you know, if you're going to go on these dates, proceed with caution, ask God, you know, um, be careful, you know, because we live in a very real world that is very scary at times that we have to be guarded, guard your hearts. It even says in the word, guard your heart, baby girl, because let me say this, not every man might be your husband. Okay. Like don't get into the habit. Like this might be my husband. Oh my gosh, this is my wife. Just because it looks good doesn't mean it ain't good. (laughs) Not every date that you get asked on should you accept. You know, not every, not every person deserves your yes. We live in a very real world where people aren't who they say they are. We are in a world where hooking up is okay. Where it is okay to talk to several people at once. Again, I kind of want to go back to the whole thing about dating, you know, and I get it. Like you have to go on dates, you know, to get to know people like your husband isn't just going to come knocking on the door. But I guess what I'm trying to say is at the bottom, the, the bottom line, right? Uh, um, proceed with wisdom, go to God about it. Ask God, like, is this person worth it? Like, honey, if he is totally living in the world, do you think like you're going to change him? You can't change anybody. God has to do that, right? He has to seek a personal relationship. I don't want no guy. Like I'm telling you, oh my God, worldly men are so funny because, uh, like they'll be like, well, I'll go to church with you. I'll start going to church. And I just, no, no, absolutely not. <laughs> That's an immediate no. Like, <clears throat> sis, that don't, 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 don't hype yourself up because he said he wants to go to church with you. Like he should be wanting to chase a personal, intimate relationship with Jesus. Not because of you, not because of you, not because he wants to take you on a date. Again, Satan is so crafty. Satan is so crafty on making us, uh, making our ears hear what we want to hear. Are you following with me? Like, again, I thank God. (laughs) I thank God that where I am today, because I couldn't speak to you from this place if I haven't been in this place. And 
as that sister, the big sister that I am, the friend that I am, the mentor that I am, the daughter of a king that I am, right? All these titles as the mom that I am. The last thing that I want to see is my fellow sisters, my fellow friends going through that heartache because maybe your story won't end up, you know, in peace and roses and all the above, you know? And if I can say, hey, caution, proceed with caution. This is what happened to me. Like use my life as an example. Go for it. You know, um, I thank God because, you know, I've been single for, like I said, for six years and in the beginning, I think like that first year, and I'm talking about that first year, I didn't obviously want to date anybody. I just came out of this really bad engagement and it got broken off and so on and so forth. But anyways, after in that two, three, almost four, pushing four, um, I was like definitely searching for something. Like I was looking for something. I wanted it. I wanted it. I wanted it. And I knew very well (laughs) I was not ready. I knew very well my heart could not love somebody like else I could I just cut it and I got involved in these worldly relationships yes I wasn't seeking God like that but I was like slow I was dancing I was flirting with Jesus let's use it like that I was flirting with Jesus I wasn't seeking him and having an intimate relationship I was flirting with him I was using Jesus when it was convenient you know what I'm saying I wasn't full on what how I am right now I wasn't accepting, well, I was, excuse me, back then I was accepting dates and accepting this and accepting that and accepting bare minimum, you know, now where I am, the woman that I am today, hell no, that, that is not that, that's not going to fly. Oh, wow. You go to church. Cool. Great. (laughs) Like, let me see the other fruits in the spirit in action, you know, and I'm not saying that I'm perfect, but y'all like we have to get to that place like god is this your yes or is this your run away fast girl run run for us run <laughs> you know because we just have to be careful we you see the things going on in the world you see how things christians are being torn apart you see i talked about it last week the um divide you know when when things aren't in in alignment with God's purpose, you know, you just, uh, there's just so many doors that you can open unintentionally. If you just stay the course with, with God and just allow him to bring your husband. When I, when, as I'm talking to you, I'm thinking about, and I love her story with Ruth and Boaz. Like she was in the field working. Not only did she have integrity to her, um, mother-in-law who, you know, her, her husband had passed away. She had integrity with her and she stayed with her and she took care of her. She went to the field to go work. She went to the field and was working to support her and her mother-in-law. Right. And Boaz saw her working in the field. She didn't say, well, you know what? I can go find me another husband and I'm going to go do this and I'm going to do that. No, she went to the, she went and got in the field and was working and focused on taking care of herself and her mother-in-law. She didn't say, oh, well, I can start. Let's be real. Let's get to the nitty gritty. I can start on OnlyFans and you know what? This man's going to take care of me. Or I can start dating this guy because I know he has money. He's going to do this for me. Like, what? Sis, no. You are a daughter of the king. Act like you got some value, okay? Act like you got some sense, girlfriend. Come on now. Like, let's, like, I want to be so real and transparent with y'all because that is the world we're living in. That is the world we're living in. Like, the hookup culture. The dating apps, the this, the that, getting all these things. Like, no, let, let's take it back to the biblical standpoint. Ruth was in the field working. Boaz saw her. And I'm just like, yo, Ruth didn't chase Boaz. Ruth was like, you'll be my husband because the Lord told me. <laughs> like, what? You know? And that's why I'm just like, like, sis, if you have to chase a man, Is he the one for you? 
If you have to force a man, is he the one for you? If you have to beg this man to show him, um, I'm worthy. I do this. I cook. I clean. I have a job. I have this. I have that. I take care of my business. No, girlfriend. Girlfriend, no. Like, you don't, you don't have to. You're not a bottom of the barrel, right? You're not, um, you're not scum, trash, all these things that maybe your ex probably said to you and spoke to you and mistreated you if you were ever in a toxic relationship. You're not those words. You are a daughter of a king. You are precious. You are beautiful. You are so loved by a father who loves you so much. And your time is valuable. You are valuable. Man, like, if you can just take a minute to just pause and and just soak that in and say, I am valuable. I am worthy. My mistakes don't define me. Those, those toxic words that my toxic ex spoke over me is not who I am. Sis, I don't want to see you in that situation where you're dating a married man and doing this and doing that and entertaining five different men at the same time. And I I, I just want to ask you this question. And it's not because I'm here to like chop you up, you know, and make you feel less worthy. But I'm here to speak that truth because sometimes our friends in our inner circle aren't going to say it, right? Maybe they're living the same life as you. Maybe you're seeking Jesus and they're not. Maybe you want more of him and you know that you're in these ways and you're like, girl, I can't, I can't be living like this, you know, but do you really have that much time in your hands to be entertaining five men? Is finding a husband a priority? Like what, like what are we doing here? And again, I think to be honest with you, I think dating is good, but in alignment with God. Again, I just don't want to accept any date from any man unless God has his stamp of approval. Yes. Maybe that the the guy who you go on a date with will be a friend and maybe this person is just strictly friends and that's okay. You know what I'm saying? But is it God's yes? I don't want to see I don't want to see you put yourself in this predicament where you're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm in too deep and we have we do not have the same beliefs. We do not. We, we just don't mesh, you know? So before I go any further, I want to read you this verse that, um, came to my heart as I was writing, um, this podcast and just getting ready to speak to y'all. And it's in Romans 12 verses one through two. And it says, therefore, I urge you brothers and sisters in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. I mean, that's just mind-blowing. It says, number one, it says, urge your body. Urge your, I mean, offer your bodies, excuse me, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, right? Offer your bodies. It says, I urge you, brothers and sisters, I urge you, sister, like I'm telling you, Offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. Sis, you don't have to be sleeping around. You're not going to find your husband like that. Like, girl, girl, like, let's have some class, right? Let's have integrity to, to our, our husband in heaven. You don't have to be hooking up. I'm telling you, I was there. I've been there, done that. The Maddie who was before is not the Maddie who's, who is now. And let me tell you, none of those men asked me to be their wife. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, come on now. Like we have to think like, what are we doing here? Girl, you don't have to be up in the club, partying, drinking, doing all this worldly stuff. Cause that guess what you're going to find out there? A worldly man. 
That's what that's what you're gonna find. You're you're in you're out there in them streets, you're gonna find them streets. Again, it's not to be mean, it's not to be harsh, but it's to speak the truth because again, we get so it's okay, go on a date. It's okay, you can sleep with him. It's okay. You know, I haven't had sex in the last few months. I need something. Like the change your thought process, change your mind. It says you are do not conform to the pattern of this world. What is the pattern of this world? Dating apps, going out, partying, drinking, hooking up with different people, right? It says do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Since you don't have to, you, you, listen, I don't know how God is going to do it. I am not God. I can't tell you how he's going to write your love story. I, I And I get it. Maybe you're at home and all you do is homework, children, and that's it. Like I get it, you know, but if you, just, just hear me out, allow God to write your love story. Don't force it. Don't force God to write your love story. You can't manipulate God to write your love story. It doesn't matter like how much you prove to this guy that you're such a good person, kind person. You'll cook, you'll do this, you'll do that. Like if that's not the guy who God has for you, that's not the guy who God has for you. Sis, and again, I don't know how God is going to write your love story and order the steps of your godly husband, right? But just chill. Take it one day at a time. Yes, again, if those dates start flowing in, ask God, go to God first and say, God, is this who you want me to go on a date with? Is this a friend? You know, what, what's, what's, let's get to the bottom line, you know? It says, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Don't you want the will of God or you want the will of Maddie or you want the will of someone? So whatever your name is, do you want it to be your will or God's will? Because I learned that my will, no, baby, no, it took me down mess and heartache. It took me down to, um creating soul ties with people that um, were not meant for me. Like, do you understand, sis, like the hooking up culture is so not good. You are creating soul ties with these people. Oh my gosh. That's just like, and that's a different topic, different conversation, different topic. But just go in and do your research on soul ties. Go in and do your, you go study, you know, and find out what soul ties are and why it's so important not to be hooking up with these men. You're going out on dates with randoms and hooking up with them. Girl, come on, sis. And not to say maybe you're at a grocery store and a guy is bold. Let's just speak. Let's just talk. Let me give you a scenario. What if you're, bo- what if you're going, doing your gro- daily grocery shopping and this man comes up to you? Or what if you're at your kid's school volunteering and this man comes up to you? Or what if you're in church and this man comes up to you? You know, there's just don't count yourself out because of how crazy and hectic your schedule is. Don't count yourself out. Again, do not try to figure out God's love story. Yes. Okay. Let me rewind it. I also don't want you to stay cooped in, cooped up in the house <laughs> thinking that, you know, this is how my husband's going to come and find me. Girl, if you have friends, go on a date with your girlfriends, you know, go out, have a girl's night, go do that. You know, maybe take yourself out to dinner, you know, and I guess it's, it's, it's very loose how I'm saying this, but put yourself out there, you know, carefully, but it's just, Ask God how to do it. I can't give you the the plan, right? Because the plan and the will of God is how it is for my life and for your life. It's completely different, right? What he's doing in your life and what he's doing in my life. Yes, we're single. Yes, we're, you know, wanting a husband. But when will God do it? 
You know, there's women who've only been single for a year and God brought their husband. And there's women who's been single for the last 15 years and God has them single. So again, every story is different. Yes, we have similarities, but every story is different. All right. So babe, before you go on that date, ask yourself these questions. And just, these are, these are, I believe, um, important, very important questions, questions that I ask myself because girl, if he does not, and and I'm not even talking about the list that you have in your journal about God, I want my man to be this, this, and this, and this, because <laughs> I think we all have that list, like what we want. But, um, these are just, I believe the questions that are, um, important, especially for someone new that you meet or somebody from your past trying to come back in your life, you know? Um, the first one is, is he a Christian baby girl? Yes. Like I said earlier, just because he's a Christian doesn't mean he really is a Christian, but that's why you should go to God and say, and ask yourself too, is he a Christian? Is he truly a man of God? Is he truly seeking God? You know, can this man even number two, can this man even lead me spiritually? So if you're not a Christian and you can't lead me spiritually, it ain't happening. So if you are a Christian and I see that you can lead me spiritually, then we may, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) We may have something going. Um, number three, does this man like kids? I talked about this on my, um, Instagram the other day, does this man like kids? And it wasn't this title or this question, but it was, um, saying, um, your children are not an inconvenience girl. If a man is making you feel like you have two kids by two different fathers, uh, immediate. No, let me tell you, men, there has been men. And that's what I'm telling you. The enemy used who he could to make me feel like that. Because yes, there were men who used to tell you that to me. You have two kids by two different fathers. You have two kids. Oh, oh that's not, it's just not going to work. Like, girl, does he even like kids? Like, why are you putting your kids second? Why are you picking a man over your kids? Baby girl, no. Immediate, no. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. If this man is already bashing your children, if this man is already not speaking highly of children in general, or if this man has his own kids and does not talk about his kids, red flag. Red flag, y'all. I met this guy and he, I I swear, I'm telling you, I didn't even know he had a child. I didn't even know until we were like in this group setting and somebody had said something and I was just like, (laughs) I was speechless because I was just like, red flag, red flag. You're not even, first of all, you know, I got kids and then you're not even going to talk about your child. Like what? So you're telling me you're embarrassed about your child? No, immediate red flag. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And if this man is putting you first before his kids, like, and y'all haven't even dated and y'all aren't even anything yet. And he's already dishing to take care of out of his, take care of his children to be with you. That's a red flag too, sis. Like, I'm sorry, you're a single mom and he's a single father, whatever his, thing is but if he's picking you over those babies and leaving those babies left behind when it's his weekend with those kids because you're like we gotta go on a date and this is one that only works uh immediate red flag immediate red flag and yes like i get it you know the structure of a husband and wife in a family is god the husband the wife then the children right but y'all ain't married. Y'all ain't even dating. So, so what's up? You know, does this man even like kids? Like, come on now. Number four, does this man have a drinking and smoking problem? Baby, like, sis, is this even self-explanatory? Like, do I even have to explain this? Girl, if this man has a drinking and smoking problem, run. You better be running for them hills, girlfriend. Like, you better be running so long, sayonara. I don't want to see you block and delete. Like, if this man has a drinking and smoking problem, either one, um, 
do you know like the abuse that can totally be happening? Do you know the doors that are being opened? Do you understand that here is where other things will take root? Because addiction is addiction, no matter how you look at it and see it. But when you're drinking and smoking, like, do you think that this man can clearly, clearly, mentally, clearly, um, love you and, and, and think and just guide and speak and be a leader? Think about it, you know, and you know what I, I can't say don't, don't do it. You know what I'm saying? This is, you know, absolutely not, but. I just like, man, like if my, I don't, I don't, for me, I don't drink. I was drinking. And you know what happened when I was drinking? Your girl was out in them streets. You know what happened when I was drinking? I was hooking up with people. No, I never smoked. But do you know what happens when you're drinking and partying? Like, do you know the sexual urges that start to come? That's why it's called wine and spirits. Do you know the doors that you're opening? I'm telling you a lot of the times, oh, I'm just going to drink so I can be a little bit more relaxed. Yeah, because you want to not be in your own right mind and spirit, right? Does this man have a drinking problem, sis? Is it really that worth it? Number five, is he still living in the world? I'm telling you, I have met some, man, there's one guy in particular, and I'll talk about this, like, there's, like, he's in the world, you know what I'm saying? But I know that's not the God, the guy that God has for me. Like, if you cannot, like, and this man is a, is a gem. He's, like, everything on my box that I can check off and say, this is it, this is it, this is it. But no, I, first of all, can't force the man to want to be with me. Number two, he's not having a, a relationship with God. Number three, he's not, <laughs> he can't lead me. I know that I'm a gem. I know that I am God's daughter. I know all these things. And I refuse, I refuse to settle with a man who's in this world because I'm lonely and sad and I want a relationship, you know, because this is what's being presented to me. Absolutely not, girl. Like, absolutely not. I have been through hell and back in my own journey in life that I refuse to be with a man who rather be in the world than be in the word of God. So number five, is he still living in the world? Sis, because if he's in the world, guess what he's going to have you doing? Worldly things. If he's in the world, guess where he's going to have you? In them streets. Is that where you want to be? Is that what you want? Do you want a godly husband or not? Sis, if he's still living in the world, he cannot. He just can't. He won't have it. He won't have it. And I'm not, and I'm not sitting here telling you like, okay, let me backtrack. I have, I have friends who they were both in the world. They were both in the world, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend, both in the world. And they came to know Jesus together. That's different. Like if you're already dating somebody and you're a baby Christian and he's starting to ask questions about God, that's a little bit different. I'm talking to specifically right now to my sisters who have been single, my brothers who have been single, you know, is she in the world? Is she still living in the world? Is he still living in the world? Ask yourself that question because you have not been doing the work with God just to throw it all away. Sis, you can't make this guy go to God. He has to want it. He has to want a relationship with you. You can't tell this God, this guy, I'm sorry, like we're going to go to church and he's going to resist you. And then now he doesn't want to. And now he has a bitter taste. Like, no, like it's just going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess if he is living in the world. And again, I'm talking to my sisters and brothers who are strictly, who have been single, who are not talking to anybody, who are completely, it's just you and God. Ask yourself, is this person living in the world? If this person's living in the world, absolutely not red flag run. And number six, which I feel is super important. Does he only talk sexual to me? Like, I'm sorry, like talking sexually, that, that, that stuff 
Ew. Like, sis, if he's only talking sexual to you, what do you think? If he cannot even give you one Bible verse, right? Let's just start off with that. Let's just start off like, if he can't even give you one Bible verse, what makes you think that this man is going to be able to lead you spiritually? What makes you think that this man is going to take you into the plan of God, into the will of God, like into, into alignment with God? Is he going to take you further away? from God or going to bring you closer to God. Like if think about it, if he only makes sexual remarks to you and only talks about you and refers to your beauty and your figure and this and that, whatever, like don't flatter yourself, sis, do not. That should be a red flag. Again, immediate no and run. A man who only can point out those things, those characteristics, really, I'm a whole woman. <laughs> I'm a whole package. And the first thing that comes out your mouth is talking sexual to me. Bye. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Again, if you are in the world, you're going to find these worldly things. The more you devote yourself to God, I'm telling you, the more caution you're going to pursue these dates the more caution. Again, I I am not against dating. I think it's important. I think it's healthy. I think that as long as it's done in the will of God and in the right timing, go for it. Why not? Why not? Right. But ask yourself these six questions, like before you dig in deep and say, you know, I don't know where to start. I don't know. This guy keeps asking me out. I don't know. Ask yourself, is he a Christian? Can this man even lead him spiritually? Does he like, does this man like it? Does this man have a drinking problem, smoking, going out every weekend? Is he, is he for them streets? Like, you know, is he still living in the world, sis? And does he only talk sexual to me? Babe, you don't need a new friend or a free meal if it's coming with a derailment of your relationship with God. Will this man compromise your relationship with God? Babe, like the thing is, it's your relationship. Say it again. It's my relationship with God. My relationship with God. Your relationship with God should be so important, should be top priority, more important than finding a husband. Because let me tell you, you know what clicked in my mind three years ago where I had to, back in 2018, right? So 2018, 19, 20, 21, 22. Oh my gosh, four years ago. Holy moly. Okay. So (laughs) four years ago, right? It clicked in my mind. Four years ago is when I stopped like, you know, all them things, all them non-Christian activities, right? Four years ago is when it clicked for me totally saying to God, like, you are my husband first. You're my husband first. And for me, when I think about my husband, when I think about, you know, dating and all these things, but most importantly, my relationship with God, like if I don't have loyalty, integrity with God now as a single woman, how will I have that when I'm married? How will I have that with my earthly husband? If I don't have that with my heavenly husband How will I have that with my earthly husband? How will I not, how just, how will I be able to be a wife if I'm not being obedient to the will of God and the word that the Holy Spirit tells me? Think about it. Like, and it goes deep and I don't want you to, I don't want you to think, oh my God, she's so religious. Oh my God, she's so this. Oh my gosh. It's not that serious. No, it is that serious because we serve a very real God. We serve a God who is coming back for his bride. He's coming back for his people. And again, you can see the things going on in this world. Like, are we going to play with God or we're going to be real with God? Are we going to flirt with Jesus or we're going to be intimate with Jesus? And that's only a question that you can answer. Do you want a husband or do you want somebody who's going to come and break your heart and be for them streets? La pregunta es es for you. (laughs) The question's only for you to answer. Like, I can't, I can't, 
make up your mind. Like you have to make up your mind, sis. And for me, it clicked four years ago. Like I want loyalty, integrity with my husband. And that is so important. Like God is my husband first, right? So if I know these things, I need to act accordingly. I need to act like I'm a a wife already. And if I'm a wife already, then I'm not for these streets, baby. I'm not going to accept any date. I will have loyalty. I will have loyalty to my husband. I am a loyal person. And that's why relationships for me now, they're so heavy and important. And, and I just, I just don't play with it. Like I said, back then it was different back then. Yeah. Settling for less. Oh, it's all right. I mean, he is tall. He does have a good job. (laughs) You know, he said he knows God, but you know, he's not doing anything that, that goes in the will of God. You know what I'm saying? But okay. I'm telling you four years ago, I can't even like, I'm just shook right now because I can't believe that it's already four years because back in 2018 is when it was. And it's just, it's so mind blowing, like how much time has happened. But I know that the growth that has had to happen for me, you know, in my mind, my heart, the healing, you know? So if you find yourself like, man, I've been single for so long, it's just never going to happen. Yo, just chill. Take a deep breath and just chill, sis. Especially if you just got out of a relationship, just chill. Because I remember who I was when my ex and I broke up. And I was, that Maddie is no longer this Maddie. I'm telling you, had Maddie not healed, would I be able to co-parent healthy, have a co- healthy co-parent relationship? If Maddie did not stay in her lane, right, and focus on the things of God, would she be who she is now? I don't think so. So remember, everything happens in steps, in a process, and it's timing, God's timing. So again, you don't need a new friend or a free meal if it's coming with derailment of your relationship with God, sis. Get focused on the things of God and everything else. Seek first the kingdom and then everything else will be added on to you. Again, everything else will be added to you. I believe in my heart, if that desire is in your heart for that godly husband, that godly wife, allow God to write your love story. Babe, the man that God has for you is not going to force you to date him. It's not going to say, well, well, we're running out of time. What time? No, chill. Cogelo con el tequiri, si mi amor. No, 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 no. Así no son las cosas. The thing, God will not be rushed. God will not be mocked. All right? So don't play with it. <laughs> don't play. Don't play. You're not going to force. You're not going to force the will of God. The will of God. God is the author, right? God is the author. Before I finish up, I wanted to close out with this verse, which it just, oh, so beautiful. And the Holy Spirit reminded me when I was in the middle of writing and getting ready for y'all, um, this verse. And I was just like, aha, aha, this is perfect. And it's song of songs eight, four. And it says, daughter of Jerusalem, I charge you do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires. Babe, wait on God. Wait on the love that you know that you deserve. Wait on the love that you know that God says is yours. Wait on the love. Wait on that kingdom partner. Wait on the one that God has for you. Do not, you cannot. Man, I'm telling you, four years ago, like I said earlier, that story, and I can be super transparent now because I am walking in that freedom, right? Four years ago, five years ago, six years ago, right? That guy who I thought, this is it. This is perfect. He had nothing to do with the things of God. Still to this day, it still has nothing to do with the things of God. And I wanted to force that relationship so bad. Because yes, we got a we got along great as friends. Yes, there was just this all those check marks on the physical aspect, aspect right? On the financial aspect, on just like all the worldly things check check marks marked off, right? 
even my list, like he has this, this, and this, has that, that, and that, like all these things, all these things. But the main and important one was a relationship with God didn't have it. Is he a Christian? Yeah, he's a Christian. But he's not in the word of God. He's not doing things that concern God. He's just, he's far away from the things of God. That's not, that wasn't the will of God. So if you find yourself like that right now, like Maddie's story, like my story right now, man, there's this guy that I love him. Everything is going good. He has all these check marks. He has all these things. Um, but you see that the most important one, he, he lacks that relationship with God. He lacks the ability to go in, in his Bible and, and just be able to have that one-on-one time with God is, you know, doing things of those world that, you know, you, you know, you shouldn't be doing sis. creating these soul ties. It's time to put that to rest. Close that door, close that door, leave that chapter in the past and move on. Ask God to heal you, you know, and take one day at a time. Again, I don't believe that the God, the, the man that God, the wife that God has for you is going to be of this world. Again, go on these dates if it is God's will. Maybe he's not, he's going to have you hidden. You know, I believe for these last four years, your girl has been hidden. <laughs> and, you know, there has been a few guys who try to reach out and do this and that or whatever, but it's just, man, you have to have God's okay. You have to have the peace. You have to have the discernment, sis. You know, there's people who come into your life that they are just going to be your friends, sis. Like, stop running to the, he may be my husband. He's my husband. Like, no, just, just take it easy. take it easy. Take it easy. Don't be that girl. Don't be that girl. Don't, don't rush into what God has for you because I don't, I think that when, um, we rush things, is it really of God? I think, um, there's just this beauty in the patience. There's a beauty in the understanding and just grasping the man. I am a daughter of of a king. I am a daughter of man, of, of just this person who, who created, think about it. God created everything on this earth. He created you. And if he took time to create those things and create you, if you took nine months to be birthed in your mother's womb, right? Think about the time that is going to take to create that godly relationship that you long for, that you desire in your heart. The things of God take time and there's beauty in the waiting. There's beauty. Ask yourself, what can I be doing? Fine, I'm not getting these dates. Fine, it's been longer. Oh, this isn't what I wanted to hear on this podcast. But just think about what, where the beauty is the growth in your relationship, the growth with your children, the understanding and the growth with yourself, the healing that happens with yourself, right? Just all these positive things. Don't look at it as a negative, like, man, I, still, I haven't been asked on no dates. I haven't been, I haven't been on a date in four or five, six months. Well, sis, neither have I. <laughs> neither have I. I, I, th- I think when I think about the relationship, like I want, and my desire is this for you too, you know, if you want it, but, um, that a man truly courts you and compliments you. Like, you don't want that. You don't deserve that. Think about how many things Satan has robbed, whether it's been your virginity, whether it's been your marriage, whether it's been just things of, man, the list can go on. Think about, for me, like I think about when I was proposed to and it was robbed, like Satan robbed that moment for me because I was just like so hurt, upset, angry, just all these things. So again, all these things that Satan has robbed, you're stepping into new territory. You're stepping into a a new relationship with God. Why would you want to throw it all, throw it all away? Why would you want to settle for any less? Why would you want to let Satan rob yet another thing? Be patient with yourself. Be patient with God. Be patient. 
Again, it says, do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires. Put those things to rest. Yes. Again, like my story. Yes, that guy had everything <laughs> that I wanted on the outer. But he lacked the most important thing, which was and is the relationship with God. Being a true Christian, being a true godly man. I'm sorry. I don't care how good you look. I don't care how much money is in your bank account. I don't care that every box on the physical aspect is, is checked off. None of that matters if you lack a relationship with God. None of that matters if you can't even pray for me. Says, think about it. A man who can't even pray for you. That's scary. A man who resents a prayer or rebukes prayer. No, girlfriend, run. Run. Before you go on these dates, ask God, can I? Can I, God, can I go on this date? Is it okay? Do I have your blessing? Do I have your permission? Can I? And wait for his answer. Again, this isn't um, <clears throat> to get religious Maddie and do this and that. It's far from that. Open your heart and open your mind and just open your Bible, right? And go into the word of God and see what it says and see the meaning of what soul ties are like sleeping around with these men. You can feel empowerment in that moment. You can feel free in that moment, but after it's done, you're only hurting yourself. Sis, you are so beautiful and so worthy. And I believe even if you can't believe it for yourself, I believe if it is a desire in your heart that God will bring you your, your husband, man of God, I believe that in time, your woman of God will come. But again, in God's timing, do not arouse or awaken love until it's so desired. You cannot rush the will of God. You cannot rush God's love for you. You cannot rush it. You can't, you can't rush the husband, you can't rush the wife, you can't rush those things. You have to allow God to truly be the author. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap this up and I want to thank you for listening and tuning in. I appreciate all of you and I hope you all have a blessed week. If you are enjoying this podcast, please subscribe and send this to anyone who may need to hear this for more of the daily dose of my life and also see my two beautiful little boys. Follow me on Instagram and see the face behind the voice. Go ahead and follow me on IG life underscore with underscore Maddie underscore underscore and also on L-A-S-C-M dot podcast thank you guys stay blessed